Angels sing in me. I rush to write down what I hear. I carry a pad and pencil everywhere, for this singing may come at any hour in any place. I must get it down quickly and turn it into words and phrases before it passes away, leaving no trace. The heavenly sounds get mixed with earthly ones, the angels' song with my own. All I can do is pray that my angels will return and look over my shoulder where I write and whisper a few more words in my ear. So that the singing I heard you may hear too, for I pity all in this world who never hear an angel singing. And now a reading from Luke 2. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks, at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened 
which the Lord has told us about. Good evening, and welcome to Christmas Eve at Mayflower Congregational Church. Let us pray. O oh God of love, you have brought us together tonight and blessed us with your very self. Open our eyes to the light of Christ, a light which glows in the darkness, in a world engulfed in apathy, in a world of pain and loss in a world of pandemic. Speak to us now that we may hear the good news of your salvation. Bring us into the wonder of your presence. Fill us with that light and carry it out into our lives. Amen. As we light the Christ candle, a reading from the book of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God who were born not of blood or the will of the flesh, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth.
Come, all you faithful people, worship the Messiah. We gather to behold and adore him. Come, all you searching people, love has been made manifest. We raise our voices in praise and wonder. Gloria and excelsis Deo, all praise to the newborn Christ.
reading from Micah chapter 5. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor gives birth, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. of Isaiah the prophet. A shoot shall come out of the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. 
The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to all the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. Thank you. 
A reading from Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. From Seasons of Celebration by Thomas Merton. Christ is born. He is born to us. He is born today. For Christmas is not merely a day like every other day. It is a day made holy and special by a sacred mystery. 
It is not merely another day in the weary round of time. Today, eternity enters into time, and time sanctified is caught up into eternity. Today, Christ, the eternal word of the Father, who was in the beginning with the Father, and whom all things were made, by whom all things consist, enters into the world which he created in order to reclaim souls who had forgotten their identity. Therefore, the church exalts as the angels come down to announce not merely an old thing which happened long ago, but a new thing which happens today. Sweet silver bells all seem to say, Throw cares away. Christmas is here, dong in the chair, ding the young and old, meek and the bold, ding dong ding dong, that is their song, with joyful ring, all caroling. One seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere, filling the air. The Almighty himself, creator of the universe, the God whom no eye can discern, has sent down from heaven his very own truth, his holy word, to be planted in the heart of the human race. To do this, one might have imagined that he would send some servant, some angel, some prince, but no. He has sent the very artificer and constructor of the universe, through him whom the heavens were made and the seas set within their bounds, whose word is obeyed by the very elements of creation, who assigns the sun the limits of its course by day and commands the moon to unveil its beams by night and orders the obedient stars to circle the heavens, he is the ordainer, disposer, and ruler of all things, of all that is in heaven and earth, of the very seas and all that they contain, of fire and air and the deep and all that is above and below and in between, 
such a messenger God has sent to the human race. One might have imagined that his coming would be in power, terror, and awesomeness. But no, his coming was in gentleness and humility. God sent him as a king might send his own son. And he came among us as a fellow human being. For God would save us by persuasion, not by compulsion. There is no compulsion to be found in God. And he sent him not to judge us, but out of love. The psychologist Carl Jung made a statement about things that happen in our lives. He wrote, many of life's problems are unsolvable. The only thing we can do about them is grow. Many problems are unsolvable, but we can grow. Richard Rohr took up that theme in a 2011 book called Falling Upward. He said that everybody can go through two stages of growth. The first stage of growth comes when we're born, and we start to form our ego. We're socialized. We're, learn, we're learning how to behave inside a particular culture, inside a particular society. We develop an ego. We have goals. We have desires we want to achieve. And that's good because that gets us through the first part of life. But Rohr says, sadly, too many people remain in that first stage of growth. Our goals, our objectives, the status, the power, the money, we measure our lives by that too many times. 
And those aren't the things that are important. A second stage of growth can come when we realize that those things are not the important things in life. The important things in life are our families, our friends, compassion. When the inevitable tragedy of life comes, to have families and friends gather. In this pandemic, we hold each other from a distance. When we die to the old self, when we die to the ego, we are reborn again in the Christ. Christmas is about growth. We don't often get that because we're caught up in the season, we're caught up in the busyness, we're caught up in the stories, we're caught up in arguments about were there really angels in the sky or were there really not angels in the sky. But we miss the fact that a baby was born. The baby was special. The baby would grow to realize you die to the old self and enter the new world. And the baby would become the Christ with him at birth, with the realization growing as he lived. One of my favorite verses in the Bible comes from the second chapter of Luke, the 52nd verse. And Jesus increased in wisdom and years and in divine and human favor. The Christ always in him was recognized. And Jesus knew that God did not start loving the world 2,000 years ago. The Christ was present at creation. We heard that in the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And Jesus knew that. And Jesus realized he was possessed by the Word. He was born in the Word. He grew in the Word, and he would die in the Word. He was the Word, the Logos, the Wisdom, the Christ, the Messiah, compassion, love unending love. And he told us that we could all make that choice to realize what's been in us since birth. We can leave that egotistical-based world that Rohr was talking about and move to that second stage where we realize We are part of the divine. Every element in this cosmos is in us. We are wonderfully made. And that is the message of Christmas. Anybody can accept it. God will not force us to take a look and say, yeah, I'm going to go that way because you're making me. Nobody's forced into communion. 
And there are myriad ways to come to the conclusion. You can be in a Pentecostal church, dance around with your hands in the air, and suddenly realize, oh, the old self is gone and the new self is here. Many times it happens to people on their deathbeds, so tragic because it's so late, they could have realized it earlier, the things that really matter. Sometimes it happens in deep prayer. Sometimes when you hear a word in a sermon. Sometimes when the music takes you to a place that you thought didn't exist. It can happen in other cultures. It can happen with other people who would use different nouns than we would use, but they speak the same truth with their adjectives. It is the realization of the divine. Why does it happen? We don't know. That's one of the mysteries of the universe. That's one of the mysteries of Christmas. That's one of the mysteries of that baby in a manger who radically transformed lives 2,000 years ago and still transforms them today. Merry Christmas.
glory, praise, and honor to the newborn king. We celebrate the arrival of the Christ child, and we celebrate our ability to worship and gather together, even if it is virtual. Our offering tonight will go toward the ministry of Mayflower Church and our outreach efforts here in the city and across the globe. There's a donation link on our website, and we thank you for partnering with us as we seek to be a blessing. Thank you. 
Let us join our hearts together in prayer. Lord Jesus, you were born and walked and lived in days much graver than ours. You know something about confronting the kingdoms of men. You know something about answering the calls of a people desperately crying out for shalom, for peace, for justice, for equity, and for the radical wellness of all relationships in creation. We are a wounded nation. We have sustained the crackling lash of racist rhetoric. We have weathered the assault of hashtags and legislative stalemates and policies that threaten the well-being of marginalized people, image bearers of God, both inside and beyond our borders. Worse, we have witnessed before our very eyes the corruption of our Christian faith, the exploitation of your scriptures, which crushes the image of God on earth. Oh, Lord Christ, please stand with us as you stood with a displaced Joseph. God, comfort and gird us for the long journey ahead. Use this time to deepen your church's discipleship, to teach us not to rely on the power of empire to bring your kingdom to earth. Wow, make us creative in our resistance to injustice. And fill us with love and laughter and joy and life. And help us not to grow weary in doing good. Holy God, give us glimpses of your shalom in the days to come. Show us your power by shining your light into our darkness. Show us the power of your voice. You speak and chaos is halted in its tracks. You confront the kingdoms of men and call forth the image of God in us, your people. You call forth all humanity to exercise stewardship of the world. So empower each of us to see and connect with each other. Heal us, Lord. Connect us, Lord. Give us courage to resist. And help us to understand that while confronting something proved is easy, embracing truth through faith takes enormous work. And then empower us to walk forward in belief that transformation is possible and in the belief that through you and with you, your kingdom will be reestablished in us. Heaven's child, I am changed in you. Amen.
Thank you for joining us for Christmas at Mayflower. May the peace of God and the peace of Christ be with you through the Holy Spirit always. In the name of the Creator and the Christ and the Holy Spirit, Merry Christmas. Thank you.